Welcome to another edition to the Hattick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast show. If you're not being uh, taken out by thugs in Paris or exploded, ex- <laughs> basically being exploded in Oxford, well, you're, you're listening to another explosive show. Take it easy. Broadcasting from Edinburgh, Scotland, across the globe. You're listening to Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed, the people's podcast. Here to rock the podcast world. And welcome to the edition of the Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast show, baby. And it's myself and the Hattrick as usual. And good evening. So, what's been going on? Anything exciting since the last podcast? Yeah, well, it's kind of amazing, really, because all the news that's happening isn't being covered. I know. And we've had two quite significant, um, you know, pieces of breaking news, and it's hardly shown on any of the channels. Only a little bit on ITV, but hardly anything. I know. Th- so what we're, go- we're going to talk about? What we're going to talk about? We're going to talk about a couple of. What, what, just to cover the, what we're like, we to tell people what we're talking about uh, to our listeners. I want to see our headlines. Our headlines, headlines here. Now we're talking about the Paris riots. So <laughs> Paris riots, um, and obviously so gay party. Um, and so you get lynched. The Oxford explosion, which happened the other day. So a block of flats completely leveled. They're saying it's nothing to do with terrorists. But uh, hmm, question that. But there was no gas. There, mm. there, yeah, gas explosion where there's no gas. That's interesting. How <laughs> we can manage that? Um, <laughs> the, we're going to be having a, a live interview. In, uh, we're going to be calling our tech talk uh, guest Pam Gomez from the Caribbean. So she's going to be coming on the show. We're going to talk about um, Domino's Pizza. Domino's Pizza shopper. The staff have been caught shopping in Aldi buying lo- loading up their trolley with chicken wings and cold slow since a week ago they were st- caught in Aldi and piling a trolley full of potato wedges at the checkout so what do Domino's actually make we'll soon find out and also we're going to have our car talk as usual a brief update on the latest stuff that's coming out and also just to, just to who will be the next main man on question time will it be Paxman What's your name? Andrew Neil. Andrew Neil, that's one. <laughs> yeah, so that's our story. <laughs> so, coming up, Paris. Du, 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 du. Gay Paris. So, tell us, you've had, seen a lot bit about this story already, haven't you? <clears throat> yeah, well, it wasn't on any of the news, any of the main kind of news headlines, uh, but on Breibart and on the kind of alternative news channels, um, they were saying that over the last few weeks there's been a big build-up in Paris because there was seemingly, I think, a refugee or a local... A French person um, who was seemingly arrested and possibly allegedly raped by the police. Um, So because of this, they they started to riot and it's been building up and building up. And now they're near the Gare du Nord train station, which is right in the central part of Paris. Um, And it's been absolutely crazy. They're now calling the thugs armed and dangerous. Uh, So they're not just looting, but they're injuring people as well. So it's quite quite a time. So you're no longer you actually worry about getting mugged in Paris. You're worried about getting, you're worried about getting murdered in Paris yeah. um, if you go on holiday there because, it's, I mean, right in the centre of town, it's incredibly dangerous. Well, there's in Breibart news, they're talking about French police have been filmed fleeing from armed mobs as riots continue 
and Paris for a second week and unrest has now spread to the city centre. Hundreds of violent, th violent thugs took to the streets on we Wednesday night near the uh, Barbs, the Barbs Metro station, um, close to a major transport hub. Um, that Gare <laughs> denied <laughs> windows were smashed, shops uh, looted, fires lit, main roads blocked, and police cars targeted during the disturbance. According to La Figaro, the destruction is getting worse. At the beginning of the week, on the nights of the 12th and 13th, 32 vehicles were burnt out. On the 14th and 15th, some 47 cars were destroyed by fire, as well as 59 bins. Well, OK. Um, police appear to have reportedly lost control at times with unverified videos surfacing on Twitter to, of officers being chased out of a certain neighbourhood by rioters. Um, but more, looking at Breibar, an officer at the scene said windows have been smashed, officers attacked, small groups of protesters wearing hoods uh, to hide their identities were causing trouble and then running away. Everything is being done to try to disperse the crowds, but the, this could go on for a long time yet. There has been heightened tensions on the council estates of Paris since the 2nd of February. A 20-year-old youth worker named Theo was allegedly beaten up and raped by a truncheon by police. That could be painful. Um, and... <laughs> bad, just as bad as a cucumber. Anyway, um, French President Francois Holland has appealed for calm and visited the... Oh, I'm laughing. And since then, the riots have erupted. <laughs> I know, since then, I know. So, so obviously, the seriousness of this, the, this mm -hmm. person has obviously been beaten and... Well, it's allegedly. Allegedly yeah. raped by the police, so I have to state allegedly, because just in case of legal reasons, uh, is Jonathan, Jonathan's got the hotline number for the lawyers, hasn't he? Let's go. Um, so, uh, <laughs> just in case we need to contact our legal team. Uh, <laughs> you ever, you ever is that our Iranian legal team? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no expense spared. Um, Where copyright doesn't apply. Yes. <laughs> um, so, so the moment, if you want to go to France for a holiday, uh, your chances of you staying alive are getting beaten. Or yeah. if, if you buy your, if you take your rental car, you might not see it again. Um, Imagine what it's like at Euro Disney. <laughs> they must think it's some kind of celebration. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> it's like some new experience, isn't it? It's just like, you know, a kind of apocalyptic ride or something. And, it was like, and then you realise, no, it really is ISIS, you know. You know I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, wow. So, certainly, so basically, the French is up in arms. Um, let's just go back to the. So, it's all kicking off in France. So, there's, um, right. So, um, and then and you've got the euro crisis in there too, and French economy is just hitting the ground. Yeah, everything's going a bit nuts at the moment. I mean, it's all. I think, well, it's obviously not to go off tar off topic here, but the the, the euro, euro is pretty much dying. You know, dying its heels. Um, Fra France are rioting. Greece are working out. It's all yeah. all just snowballing. So all the snowflakes, <coughs> it's nothing, are just up in arms. So there's a brief. Um, yeah, there's a, a brief update on what's going on in France. So you can go to the Gay Paris, drink some wine, and get uh, beat up and get lynched by the mob. And I think it's a big cover. The whole right's a big cover for yeah. the latest Liam Neeson film. Is it? It's probably all kind of done so it'll be as taken for. 
Thinking. I know. <laughs> be interesting. Be He's interesting. caused a few issues, you know. Exactly. <laughs> so we're going to be. That was a brief, uh, brief update. But we're going to go to our next story, which is the Oxford blast. Basically, a block of flats has been leveled in Oxford. Right, huge explosion. Huge explosion. Now, to have an explosion in a block of flats, how the Jack and Jill can be a massive explosion when there's no gas in the building? <laughs> maybe if you've got a whole bunch of bleach other chemicals and your name's Abdul <laughs> maybe yeah. that might put things together and <laughs> so yeah his name's Abdul or Mohammed or whatever and he's obviously uh, had a yeah playing with some well, he's not just playing with bleach he's managed to take out a block of flats I was just cleaning the bathroom yes <laughs> And it exploded. Oh, dear, taking out a block of lads. Oh, shit. <laughs> they got vaporised. They basically vaporised the entire building. I know. Like, actually it actually set, it was next to a river or some or some canal or something, because it set local boats on fire. There were boats sitting opposite the houses. And the fire, you know, it, it spread to the to boats that were in, that were in the harbour or that were, that were moored up and burnt them out. So it was quite, a, quite an explosion and they hardly covered it. I know. But the news has been a bit kind of ropey. I mean, it's has been a bit quiet. It's not been really in your face, kind of breaking yeah. news headlines recently. They had that uh, Joanna. Sorry, Karen. No, what were you saying? Sorry, Joanna. They have the, the the one who's replacing Victoria Derbyshire just now, the Joanna Gosling, the one who never smiles okay. on Victoria. She always looks miserable, oh, um, and it's be... usually on some kind of victim TV slot on BBC One at nine thirty in the morning. <laughs> How has Brexit made your life hell? You know, it's always some some group, some group that said, "Oh yeah, Brexit's made it ten times worse." You can tell straight away, That's but they're not covering it, which is really it's something. Quite, maybe they, yeah, just maybe they, I'm just wondering if the snowflakes have all gone a bit quiet, or the slush puppies. Well, they they hate to say it's Islamic terrorism, but it's clearly. I mean, yeah, these things don't just happen out of, you know, for as I said, there's no gas in the building. Like I mean, we know it's Islamic guys that live there. And, you know, and they vaporised the whole place. It was a huge explosion. Yeah. And how did they manage to do that? It's not like a wee cross circuit. Uh, yeah. You know? So obviously they've got their bomb disposal make it home making kit from, off Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> it was dropped off by... Was actually, I bought it from B&M. <laughs> in fact, they ordered their bomb, their bomb, their bomb, bomb making kit from Amazon and it was dropped off by a drone. That's why it exploded. <laughs> On the way. It was a prime drone. <laughs> Just put it on the roof, I'll be fine. <laughs> I could be interested. <laughs> it was probably, it wasn't a prime drone, it was a Donald Trump drone and it blew the hell out of them. You know, yeah, probably. Like they, probably know that they were dodgy and that. Just imagine, but. The, just imagine that if it wasn't a drone, the, the, the Amazon delivery driver knowing what's in the package and saying, here's a package and running. <laughs> Just keep the van. <laughs> Can use that as a gateway vehicle if you want. I'm out of here. In the words of Schwarzenegger, get to the chopper. <laughs> so let's just we'll go to that story, actually. The, um, please, obviously, we're, the police are warning the public not to approach a man missing since the Oxford flat blast. Now, aye, aye, exactly, of course, and he's, but he's not a terrorist. But he's uh, the guy's called Gidu 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 Shueti Forty Eight, and he doesn't look. Islam or anything well Indian well not Indian but he doesn't look like he's a he's white 
But you could be Polish. Mm. They're not Polish, but you could be anything, really. Um, yeah, I'm saying Polish, but he's not. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but some people have been treated with minor injuries following the blast, and one of whom transferred to transferred to the John Ratcliffe Hospital residence who evacuated 40 homes, 19 of which remain empty mm. due to the, the continuing danger from the damaged infrastructure. Um, mm. Yeah, it's kind of. It's a strange one, seeing it's taken a whole level, a whole block of flats. It's random, and boats as well. It's, it's quite. It's not often you can. Ah, uh, oh, yes. Let's see what we can build. Boat. Oh, I mean, to vaporize yourself in the process is not. This doesn't quite work. We're going to make a bomb. We're going to make a bomb, um, but we're not going to kill itself. We try not to. Oh, when they vaporize, it means they can't identify anything. So there's nothing left to them. Exactly. Not even dental records. It's nothing. It's not. But, great. Must have been something. Must be some some concoction. I mean, that's a huge. Yeah, I mean that it has to be a homemade explosive of some type. Must have been sitting on Google to take out to take out the whole building. How to take six out the, six flats? I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, they must be thinking if this can take out the buildings, we can take out. Maybe no, some, what would that do in a shopping mall or in an airport? Or I know. you know, I mean, it's it's a miracle actually that it happened there and that people haven't been. Hopefully, we'll know that innocent folk have been killed, you know? Not, much of, a, not much of a crime scene left, is there? So, no, it's basically foundations for the next building. I know. And that's. Yeah. Uh, well, it's crazy, isn't it? So, it's, unfortunately, but we're just kind of. The news at the moment has been pretty. The, the BBC, the Sky News, just not covering the stories that are there. Hence why we're, it, seems, it seems quiet. But these are kind of big stories, but they're just not covering it because they obviously don't want to offend all the snowflakes and the slush puppies. And also don't want to offend all, I can't say it's terrorists, because it might offend some Muslims <laughs> again. So, sorry, might offend them. So, um, But it's, no, it's something else. But there's another good story as well, because um, it was on the LBC when Nigel Farage had his show. Yeah, what was um, And he was saying that, uh, that, you know, if they didn't, if they, if they cancel the state visit, which I severely doubt that they would, um, they, should, <clears throat> they should actually have a rally for Donald Trump, because they reckon there's enough people in Britain who would go and see him. Who would actually love to go and see him, yeah. um, and so they think it might be like Wembley Stadium or somewhere in Birmingham or something. Yeah. Um, and we're just thinking, gauging, gauging our listeners' views. Would you go if Trump turned up to Wembley Stadium to go and hear him speak? I certainly would. I have to admit, I think it'd be an amazing That'd experience. Be great. I'd love to hear. Him. I think. It'd, I think it'd be I mean, great fun. He's a businessman. I mean, all these people, <clears throat> snowflakes, and going, oh, Trump's a racist. Trump's this. Trump's that. Oh, dear, who cares? He's not that. He's like, okay, the bottom line is, if the UK and America can do an amazing trade deal with the US, it's going to benefit everybody. It doesn't matter whether you love him or hate him, whether you love Theresa May, whether you hate Theresa May, whether you... Oh, and that's another thing that kind of crossed my mind it was in the news that Jeremy Corbyn wanted to scrap the army. Did he? Yeah, he summed up one of those ex... uh, Sergeant or what a court, court guy from uh, he was in the nineteen was it the Sari the um, oh I can't remember his name but anyway so what he just scrapped the army Corbyn's because cuckoo Goodness. lost the plot he scrapped the army uh, yeah let's scrap the army oh that's good he knows how to win an election yes let's scrap <laughs> the army and uh, oh <coughs> Britain's under attack oh oh so we haven't uh, got an army to defend it I wonder why hmm there's Jeremy Corbyn for you guys a flipping fruit loop. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you something. Guys, and it's amazing between him and Diane Abbott. I don't know who's worse. Know. You know, I mean, it's just like they're just saying, "Oh, we now we need more Europe, 
more integration, more. We don't need to put a limit on numbers of people coming into the UK, and that's our manifesto. You know, and it's like wondering why everyone's voting for somebody else. You know, yeah, <laughs> was, I'll tell you something, Paul. Not oh, do you not see that there was a thing as well that in in Stoke. Then there's uh, not there's obviously Paul Nuttall standing, but there's two other Islamic guys standing. I think one's for the Lib Dems, uh-huh. uh, one, obviously one's for Labour, and they said they were the imam from a local mosque. The main mosque was saying that it's it's ungodly for Muslims to vote for the UKIP candidate, and uh, <laughs> and if they if they do, they'll have to think about what will happen at the end of their life when they meet their maker. As to how they're going to be responsible. Probably, so I mean, it's it's something else coming out of these places, you know. They'll probably get, they'll probably get chucked off the tall buildings and they'll get. Yeah. Usually, usually happens. Yeah. And another another crazy liberal moment of the of the week um, was this feminist Canadian uh, writer and lesbian one, whatever it was, that went to uh, a mosque in Canada, um, and it was a main mosque, and and she said everything's just so lovely and it's just blending in so well. And then and it was Friday prayers, and they wouldn't let her um, um, sit in the main hall. She so had to be put at the back because it's against Islamic law. To have, um, to have a woman in front of men when they're praying, because then they think their prayers won't be answered. Right. Um, so she had to sit on her own in this little chair right at the back of the hall, on you know when nobody was anywhere near her, so that the men could pray. Right. And that, and she just said, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's such a great religion and everything's fantastic." I mean, and then she, I mean, she just treat women so badly, and yet she just ignored all of that, just to say, "Oh, everything's lovely." I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't take her up the, to the top of the building and just say, "Yeah, you're a lesbian, you're gay. Bye." Push her off to the bloody building. I mean, it's it's something else. <laughs> it's like oh, they do. I mean, they do that in Syria. They do that all over the place. What? ISIS and the rest of them are mm. just so well integrated. That's what they like to do. I found a question on the James Bell show, but I can't find it unfortunately. It was being live, but it was something to do with the protests of something to do with the gays again and protesting against the church. So, and somebody asked, "Oh yeah, oh, that's what, right. Why don't Aye. they go uh, and protest outside the mosque?" Uh, for example, and I in Indonesia or something, yeah. and, I, and, I, <laughs> and I and I and I commented, uh, yeah, the probably if they all go and protest outside the mosque, they get chopped, chopped off the building, <laughs> they'll get they'll get taken up. Yeah, come in, welcome. Yes, 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 welcome. <laughs> just follow the stairs, follow the stairs, and just, there's a open go through the door. They're all falling off like lemmings. <laughs> like they, they, they can, they, they'll go through the game. I can just see that happen, yeah. So that's all they And what did they reply to you? I bet you got some interesting responses. Uh, so I'm interested. So all, the, all, the, all these gays can protest about the church and we don't do something, you don't agree with something. Go and, protest out, go and protest outside the mosque and see what happens. You might, you know, it'd certainly be interesting, put it that way. It will be very interesting. We're going to take a commercial break. Hi, just a quick reminder. The Gower Cook Report is Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time, Seattle Time. You can join the show live at this URL, https colon whack whack firetalk.com forward slant the dash Cook dash report. And as always, we'll have the show notes available via https whack whack the Cook Report dot podbean dot com. See you there. And on that note, it's a wrap. Enjoying the show? Tell us about it. Send us your feedback, suggestions, or thoughts to hattrickandramsey at gmail.com. 
Hi, my name is Eileen, and I'm from EileenSmith.com. Over on my blog and on my YouTube channel, I'll teach you how to use live video and how to make better videos on YouTube. So hopefully you'll get a chance to come over to the YouTube channel. That's YouTube.com slash Eileen Smith. I-L-E-A-N-E. Thanks so much. And I'll see you online. Welcome back. We're going to actually have a guest. Invited um, in. We are having Pam Gomez, all the way from the Caribbean. So give us a sec. We'll be back. We're just going to give her a quick call. We'll be back shortly. Hang on a second. So yeah, we just uh, made the phone call. We have our special guest about our about tech talk on the show today. Patrick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast. If you've not heard us before, you can go to find us on Podbeam. Just Google Hatrick and Ramsey Unleashed and you'll find us. Special guest, Pam Gomez, all the way from the Caribbean. And she's going to give us a bit of tech talk update because she does a bit of tech talk live stuff on YouTube. So welcome, Pam, to the show. Um, yeah, so give us some update on your what's going on. Hi, thank you for, well, for having me. It's good to be here. I'm Pamela Gomez. I'm actually in Nassau, in the Bahamas, and I'm an entrepreneur, a live streaming host, and a blogger. I do have a YouTube channel called Tech Talk Live, where each week, Fridays at 7, we talk tech, sometimes with a guest and sometimes without. But it's mainly created to help young entrepreneurs or budding entrepreneurs with any tech issues they may be having. Nowadays, the big thing is live streaming. So it's a tough, tough choice out there. And um, there's the problem with stability with some platforms. I met Fraser on Blab, which no longer exists. And we've since migrated to Appear In, which is another live streaming platform that allows um, up to, and maybe more, eight persons in the room at a time. Um, Yeah, it's really, really nice. Um, You can also share your screen. So that's a feature that not many... Oh, slight pause there with a slight connection there, but don't worry, we are coming live from the Bahamas, so uh, understandable. Or just just uh, sort the satellite dish out, will you? Get that sorted. <laughs> just angle it. That's that's good. Just yeah, that's perfect. Okay, that's good. can't get the staff these days. You know what I mean, sorting out the satellite dish. Got to get a connection live from the Bahamas. That's cool. Right, okay, that's good. Perfect. Okay, so carry on. Yeah. So um, it's a wind-up satellite, I think, so, from our side. I, somebody's not pedaling fast enough (laughs) (laughs) so the other platform that I like to use is um, YouTube of course and there's the the, um, integration of Hangouts the old Google Hangouts is now YouTube Live so anyone anywhere around the world that um, logs on to my YouTube channel they can tell by a little red button at the bottom or a little red sign that says live, and you could actually be brought into a live broadcast on Fridays at 7 and interact with me when I talk about technology. So that's a plus about that YouTube live. 
for those uh-huh. who don't, uh, so those who don't know, obviously, have not, what you can go to. Uh, where, sorry, where can people find you uh, on so on YouTube? If you, what they've got, actually, you've got a website as well, haven't you? Yeah, Tech yes. Talk Live. Tech Talk Live. Tech Live dot com. Yeah. No, actually, the website is techtalklive 242com Two four two happens to be our area code. So and and tech talk is pretty popular um, internationally. So we had to distinguish it by adding our area code. So it's techtalklive 242com Well, Pam's not also just about tech person. Does a tech show on YouTube. She also does a bit of stuff. She knows a bit of information about aromatherapy. So for those who are not sure about aromatherapy and think it's something to do very like a dodgy yoga class, but it's not. It's actually quite. It's quite interesting it's it's not as bad as you think it's just that obviously oils it helps like having a scent in your like a plug and play sort of air freshener after you've been to the toilet maybe but uh, and you want to get rid of the, a quick smell but uh <laughs> but, uh, this is uh with an intro like that you can't go wrong you no, know no so uh but aromatherapy is different it's like these burning little oils which can help you help with certain things like colds and stuff so pam's gonna give us a quick insight to what she does with the uh, essential oils and aromatherapy just off the cuff you know go for it well thank you Fraser for that um aromatherapy happens to be my first love but I did um technology in in college so I've picked up the mantle on both I love them both equally now so aromatherapy what it is it's the fragrant um it's a natural and fragrant way to enhance relaxation, um, rejuvenation, and total well-being. So, and that is done with the discovery of essential oils, and those are very potent oils that are not um, to be used on the skin alone. You should blend them with either a base oil such as almond oil, coconut oil, jojoba oil. The oils are very, very helpful for treating acne or pain or high blood pressure, stress, and the whole gamut. There's actually three ways we apply them. You can breathe them in, or you can apply them topically, or um, another way is when you breathe them in, they affect your respiratory system and it clears up colds and sinuses um, anything affecting the respiratory system some of my favorite oils I will mention are eucalyptus, peppermint, lavender um, sweet orange um, ylang ylang and there's, oh I always love tea tree because it's an antibacterial it's antifungal, antiviral so it's a very very good um, essential oil to have in your cabinet. That's good. Cool. Uh, do you recommend that for you to get the cheese off your feet, antifungal? That's always a good thing. Oh, yeah. yeah so have a good one for you. Um, so, <laughs> so he takes his shoes off. It's interesting. I won't reply to that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's great. So there's an insight to some uh, aromatherapy and a bit of tech talk from Pam Gomez. So that's Pam Gomez, um, obviously live. She does a tech talk live on YouTube so Pam will briefly I'll give a quick rundown a quick reminder where you can find her shows and where you can find her aromatherapy and not a standard bog standard air freshener after you've been to Lou so go ahead Pam actually we're not only on YouTube oh. we have 
a total social media presence. So you can find us on YouTube at Tech Talk Live for tech videos. You can find us at um, O Natural Aroma Therapy also on YouTube for videos about health, wellness, and relaxation. We're on Twitter, Tech Talk Live One. And um, you can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest under either of those names. Oh, Natural Aromatherapy for your aromatherapy stuff and Tech Talk Live for tech information. We're always around on the internet. You can DM us at Tech Talk Live 1 or, yes, on Twitter for tech information, or if you want to ask a question about aromatherapy, on my aromatherapy website, I have a live link, so you can actually type in your message, and within minutes, we'll answer you back. That's good. Hugh, have you so that's onnaturalaromatherapy.com. Cool. Hugh, have you got any questions you want to ask her? Anything? Off? No, it's, it sounds great, actually, and it's very interesting talking about the all these kind of live streaming um, facilities, isn't it? Because that's really what is taking off everywhere. I mean, uh, you know, nowadays on, when you're on Facebook, you keep getting notifications about who's live and uh, how many people are watching, and and if it's interesting or exciting, you know, you'd you'd go and watch it and see what see what the person's talking about. So yeah, it's kind of wh- where do you see it go from there? You think oh, what will be the next see step? It growing, it, I just see it reaching more people and and getting the word out. Um, I see myself eventually moving to a brick and mortar store as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be great. And, yeah. Uh, oh well. Oh no, it's been it's been intriguing. I'm um, hearing about the latest tech and uh, and also an aromatherapy. Oh, and uh, um, we hope that Fraser's intro hasn't damaged your business in any form or way. <laughs> so, oh, going to keep going to keep our listeners happy. Uh, but uh, we, will, we will have all the links to Pam's Connect where you can find her uh, on our show notes uh, when we post when we do the editing, etc. So Pam will uh, send us all the, the information, and you'll see that, and you can sign up for some nice essential oils and whatever you want to get, and uh, go from there. Well, thank you for being on. The, and a free, t- and we also do a free consult. A free consultation. We do a free 15 minute consult. Um, just sign up on our webpage, and you're in. Hugh, wow. I recommend you sign up for that because when you've had one of those curries, you might need to use it. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's so. I recommend it for Hugh. Anyway, um, he likes to go to Lidl and he gets his dodgy curries. Um, anyway, more colours than a than a sweetie. Um, anyway, thank you for being part of our show, and uh, thank you. And hopefully, for those who've not heard about Tech Talk or aromatherapy, you've had a brief insight to what that's all about, and you get more information after on the show notes after. So thank you, Pam, for uh, joining us for this brief. Uh, thank session. you for having me. And we'll, we'll get any uh, we'll get an update in, in our next podcast. We can uh, maybe do another section if you have any more updates uh, going forward or any new stuff that we can tell our listeners. Okay. Why? Thank you. Okay. Nice to meet you. Okay. Take yeah. care. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. That, that was, was very good, wasn't it? That was good. Yeah, that was our big brief tech talk stuff and uh, aromatherapy with Pam Gomez. So yeah, uh, yeah that, was, that was good. I noticed your wife was coming in. We were, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's all sorted out now. Um, I, do ha- I have to say that you should just tie her up and lock her in the room, put a barricade in, and say, I'm doing a podcast. Take away the remote control so she can't watch the television, <laughs> and just say, I'm doing a podcast. Stop coming in. 
You do it on the phone. I need a red light that says on air <laughs> in the kitchen. The red you, know, you know, outside. Oh, it's like. <laughs> do it, not enter. As much as we love your wife, no. and that's we, so we want to. We say, what is it with wives when you're on the phone? They say, and just they start. What part don't you get? I'm recording. I'm on the phone. <laughs> Disappear. Stop interrupting me. They don't talk to you. That's the thing. They don't talk to you any other time. Uh, <laughs> oh, but as soon as you're on the bloody phone... Yeah, thinking, or when it's your favourite TV show. I know. And that, the watching, one time when you can sit there. And, and they, they start talking to you. So why can't you talk to me the other time when I'm... But, ah! So <laughs> what is it? So wives. People, if you're, if you're married, obviously, so, so is you. But if you're... Hey, tell us. Email us. Hattrickandramsey at, uh, at gmail.com. Tell us... <laughs> Well, you get interrupted by your wife every time you're on the phone, but when you're not on the phone, you don't <laughs> have a conversation. It's like, oh, bonkers. Anyway, <laughs> oh, but anyway, what were we doing? We're gonna. Uh, we'll do. I was going to do a, a very quick film review, by the way, oh. um, because I saw a film tonight earlier on tonight, which I thought was rather good, and it's called Miracles from Heaven, oh. uh, with Jennifer Garner, um, and. Uh, yeah, it's really based on a true story, actually. I watched it earlier on with my wife, and it was lovely. Um, it's quite moving, actually. It's about it's based on a true story where a family that have three girls, and one of them who's ten years old, um, in the middle 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 one, um, uh, somebody gets very very ill, and the doctors don't know what it is, and then they realise it's a kind of in, it's a digestive system problem, and so she can't um, digest any food, which is actually a fatal um, disease, and it can't be cured. So she gradually gets worse and worse, and they try and get the best specialist they can in America to try and help her. And she takes a few drugs that kind of slightly help in some way, um, but then in turn, uh, without being too many spoilers on the film, um, she has an accident. And when she uh, when she's rescued from this accident, she is miraculously um, miraculously uh, healed. And obviously, the, the family goes to church, and at the end of the film, you actually saw the video of the real family. Um, and it's still been, it cannot be, you know, no doctor are able to um, say what happened. They're, it's totally mystified. Um, but it was a very, it was, as I say, a life-threatening disease. Um, and it's a, it was a really good story. And actually, it was on the Sky Movies, and it got a rating of four and a half out of five in the star rating, which is quite good because lots of the movies there, even some of the new ones, you know, like one and a half stars. I, I saw a terrible film called The Trust with Nicolas Cage. Um, and uh, Elijah Woods, and that was really worth one and a half stars, if that. <laughs> um, but uh, I think that was being quite, quite generous. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so this one is this was actually really quite moving, especially as a, as a parent. It's you know you hate when your when your little ones are unwell, so it's kind of quite hard not to have a tear in your eye when you watch it. Well, um, that's good. Well, that's well. I'm up to look out for that film uh, to watch that. Also, let's go into cars. Car talk. Aye. Aye. I'm going to we'll get our. We'll have to have a sound of a car of a, of a do Formula that, One yes. car I mean, racing past. Before we go into car talk, we'll get our, in, our intro. I just I'll need to speak to the tech department on that. Um, hold on, hang on a second. Um, just tech department. Yes. Yeah. Sound for the when we come to editing. Oh, yeah, it's cool. Aye. Car car talk with the hat trick. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, bye. Right, that's that sorry. Hi. Got that. So uh, this week 
Two new, two 4x4s. One has just been launched today. In fact, it's the Land Rover Discovery, the final. It's the it's new version, uh, Series 5, but it's completely different to anything that's been before. Uh, totally new design, looks completely different. It's about 400 kilos lighter, I think it is. Um, or something, a, good, a vast a vast amount lighter. Um, it now starts with a 2-litre turbo diesel engine, permanent four-wheel drive. Uh, it starts off at £43,000. Um, getting a very good write-up all around about in the motoring press uh, and is going to be probably on the school run before you know it. Um, <laughs> in a, in a, on a on nearest school near you, wherever your city or town may be. Uh, but, but certainly a phenomenal machine um, and uh, I'm hopefully going to have a run in one at some point later on this year. Um, but yeah, lovely car and uh, it's, it's going to be more practical, better on fuel, uh, more spacious, um, and uh, more aerodynamic it handles an awful lot better um, because it's not quite as tall as the old one uh, but it still has this wonderful interior um, that's really quite luxurious and so yeah, it's, any Discovery fan I think will be quite impressed um, with the new one uh, the second car that I drove uh, or the, well, the first car I drove last week was actually called a Sanyong Karando which is a South Korean car um, and they're quite popular, actually. They're, they're, they've always been a relatively quiet kind of brand in the UK, but they're growing in popularity. Um, and I drove the Corando. It was an ELX version, which is from top of the range, four-wheel drive, had leather. And it actually had not only heated front seats, but heated rear seats, which I thought, that's quite a good feature as well. So you can roast your passengers, too, um, which is always fun. <laughs> and if it's, if it's warm in the sunshine, you know, and it's summertime and you can shovel on the heat seaters just to annoy your passengers. But um, it's, uh, it's but yeah, it was actually very. It was, it was compared to a Freelander, um, which I, which I had compared it against at the time. Um, the it, it actually drove in a very similar manner, um, but it was better on fuel. Actually, it had better equipment. It had a DAB radio. Um, it had all the kind of connectivity that you would expect, um, sat nav and the full thing. Um, and it was actually really nice, very very good car. And the best thing was, it was an uh, ex demonstrator that we drove. And they only wanted nineteen and a half thousand pounds for it. Um, but they're very, very, I mean, compared to what, for what you get for your money, it's actually really good value, and it's pretty tough as well. Uh, five year unlimited mileage warranty. Uh, many of them have three years free servicing, so it's it's really a pretty good deal overall, and it can tow caravans and that kind of thing too. So, yeah, um, two SUVs that really are showing that it's worth shopping around and looking at uh, different brands as well as some of the the great ones as well. Well, there's your car talk there, update there. And uh, I'll just briefly share with some of our countries that listen to us. We had Egypt, we've had Egypt. Somebody in Egypt has listened to us. Had the Russian Federation, so I'm just seeing Vlad Putin. Thanks for listening to us in your bathtub. (laughs) Blame your warships. Uh, we've had quite interesting people, countries listening to us so thank you for our audience around the world who are uh, catching this podcast uh, obviously you must have nothing better to do <laughs> it's the insomnia guarantee yeah, you know, uh, listen to us and you'll sleep no problem yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah exactly so uh, and our, and our, a couple of stories are going to come to you we'll take a brief uh, I haven't got any music this time, we need to get some music for those who are, are artists or music out there Please email us your music so we can uh, play it on the show. We'd love to hear your music because we are looking for fresh music, fresh talent to be able to play your music on the show. So it'd be great to hear some of your music. If you haven't, if you've heard this, if you're a musician, send us some stuff. Anyway, we're going to move on to two stories uh, coming up. One is Domino's. Now, Domino's Pizza. Been caught twice getting red-handed. Now, Dom, what do you... 
Domino's is your wife interrupting again? No, 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 it's fine. Block the door by the table. Tell us you're not coming in. <laughs> so you're not coming in. Beat it. Go no, no, it's fine, honestly. I just looked at the clock, that's all. <laughs> just get lost. Recording a <laughs> bloody show. Anyway. Uh, right, so Domino's. Domino's Pizza. Um, see, Tabber Live. This is he's great. Couldn't really make this up. Um, is <laughs> from an exploding block of flats to Gay Paris and uh, the wife interrupting us all. Anyway, is it, yeah, it's all good. Um, so... <laughs> And um, yeah, and uh, yeah, you're talking about Aldi's, uh, Aldi's Domino's, yeah. and Aldi's. They were buying all the Aldi's stock of yes, chicken Aldi's. wings and and coleslaw, and then selling it in the shop. Exactly. Um, I didn't have the story. I can't imagine they make much money on it because there's not a huge margin in that kind of yeah. food. I wouldn't have thought. Yes, you got. Um, as long as it wasn't Aldi's off stock, so you know the best befores were a oh, bit ropey. Well, don't, new new Dom, now Domino's staff are seen piling shopping trolleys full of raw chicken wings and cold slaw from Aldi a week after buying one pound potato wedges from Asda so what do they make themselves let's read the story Daily Mail um, angry shopper complained to Domino's after she knew saw, sorry, after she saw a sheepish looking member of staff piling a shopping trolley full of hundreds of chicken rings and cold slaw from Aldi Caroline uh, Foskett, 31, was shopping in Aldi in Dartford, Kent. Kent, posh place. Uh, Friday, the 10th, of when she spotted a man wearing a Domino's uniform, awkwardly wandering up and down the aisles with a trolley. Well, obviously that's what you normally do when you go shopping, you push a trolley, unless you've got a basket. Um, a man appeared to be waiting for Aldi staff to restock the freezer after he had emptied it of chicken wings and dippers. <laughs> so he totally emptied the whole freezer. So, um, teacher Miss Foskett, Foskett, what an interesting name. Um, I mean, how do you pronounce I mean, imagine you mean a Miss Fawcett. Miss Fawcett. Fawcett. Foskett. It's Foskett. Fawcett. Hmm, that'd be interesting. It'd be Mr. Fouquet. Mr. Fouquet. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Miss. Miss Fouquet. <laughs> it just doesn't sound right, does it? How do you spell it? F O S K E T T. Ah, Fosket. Or it might be pronounced or something. Aye. Uh, so anyway, yeah. could be a Freudian slip several times in that one. That could be in. I'm Miss Fosket. <clears throat> Can I go to the toilet, please? <laughs> so, <laughs> from London, um, anyway, she claims she had already had six or seven tubs of coleslaw. Eight or nine boxes of chicken strip, strips, and the same amount of chicken wings before he loaded it, loaded in even more. The mother of two sent the fast food giant a photo of the worker uh, when she saw Domino's hit the headlines earlier in the month after staff were spotted bulk buying one pound bags of potato wedges from Asda. However, Domino's claimed the staff member was uh, conducting his personal grocery shop before because bottles, bottles of water were visibly in the trolley which they don't sell now okay who in the right really empties a whole freezer of chicken wings chicken and uh, coleslaw for his own personal shop now it's an awfully big party they're having a lot of chicken maybe does catering on the side yeah dodgy and he's actually wearing it in the pictures here he's actually wearing a Domino's uniform now Mm -hmm. so in the menu you've got 
double up. You got you can double up on the menu in coleslaw for two ninety nine or one ninety nine. Add to your basket of coleslaw. Instead of chicken dippers, they're called. You can get seven chicken strippers. <laughs> now, <laughs> you can just imagine that Domino's order that seven chicken strippers. Uh, <laughs> it's a pubic triangle out of Edinburgh. Um, so, <laughs> get to. Get your strippers. Get your chicken. Yeah, that's the benefit strip club, isn't it? The benefit strip Good club grief. is right. <laughs> My word. I mean, I mean, this Domino's sell portions of coleslaw left for one ninety each, and seven chicken strippers right. What well, does it cost in Aldi? Then Aldi is about forty pence or something for a tub of coleslaw. Exactly. So they're doubling up big time. And they'll probably get more than one packet in one in one of theirs sold. There'll just be a little tub of it. It won't even be a big tub. It'll be a small tub. Crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. So, whatever Aldi actually do actually make, so next time you order your pizza from Domino's, I should say, not Aldi, next time you order your pizza and your extras, uh, <laughs> your extras, well, you never know, um, that you can... Uh, <laughs> just to where it could be from. It could be eating... Yes, Aldi's. Aldi. You could be looking at Aldi stuff or Asda. So next time you go shopping and you've bought yourself some Aldi or Asda wedgies or whatever, you could be eating the exact same from Domino's but charging. And just paid four times the price. Yes, that'd be 20, 20, 30 quid, please. 30 quid for the pizza order. Yes. And just make sure that you get some dodgy delivery driver. His name's Abdo. He's blow your. Oh, they don't deliver it in half an hour. Is it not free or something? Something like that, yeah. Probably. But anyway, now, 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 moving and on to final, final topic of the day. The big question is, now, if you're a fan of question time, which is on just now, you will be taking over from David Dimbledy, Paxman or Andrew Neil. What do you think? Uh, what's his... Yeah, it was Jeremy Paxman, wasn't it, or Andrew Neil? I hope it's Andrew Neil. I think he'd be really good. Yeah, the choice... The former Labour MP revealed who would have... Running question time, who we have running question time when currently host Dimble Dimbledy retires uh, his current role. The Dimbledy has been hosting the BBC debating show since 1994 from with Galloway predicting who could replace. He's 78, he doesn't look, he doesn't look so right for his age. Um, and so, speaking at talk radio, the 62 year old hammered the BBC as he shared his thoughts over the next host. He said, Quite a few people have said the North North of Ireland commentator William Crawley would be a good substitute. Um, obviously, for me, um, it's a standard Andrew Neil or Jeremy Paxson should be running BBC Question Time uh, and any question. I think Andrew Neil would be better. Paxman's a bit yeah. Uh, He's better than he was, but I think I think Andrew Neil would be better. Aye, he's got that. He would definitely he's got be that accent. He's got, he's he's, he's, and he doesn't take any rubbish. He doesn't. Yeah. He does doesn't take any crap at he all. He's good. Puts them in their place, literally, um, which is great. So, well, that's interesting. Well, 70, 78. I suppose he's. Uh, yeah. Seems to keep yourself fit and healthy. I mean, you can still do it. Wow. Uh, I didn't think yeah. it, was, it doesn't come across to being seventy-eight at all. You think he was? Uh, no, no. But he, I knew he has done it for years, though. He has. Uh, I mean, because his brother, his brother hosted the show, was not, and then his father was not his father, hosted the original many years ago. Wow. I think they've always been in broadcasting for a long time. Seventy-eight. Wow. Well, it does to show if you keep yourself in the good shape and good. Yeah, if you're on a BBC wage, you're all right. Yeah, exactly. You could be. Uh, you never know. You could be hosting a question team, and that's that. <laughs> 
Well, um, on that note, there we are. I think that's that's it. Yeah, quick show, quick show. Not it's been a as you say, a lot of the news hasn't been, been covered fun. because you don't want to defend the snowflakes or the. But we're telling it for you now. What are you going to say? We've told it told it for you now, isn't it? We've we've revealed the news. I know. As not covered by anyone else. Exactly. Or hardly anyone else. Well, exactly. Yeah. I'll be tight just in case they. Aye. There we are. So oh, so have a. Before I finish, uh, just on you, I know you kind of. For those you know, well, well. For those you know that the new film Fifty Shades Darker is in the cinema, and uh, a cinema worker who was went to clean the auditorium after the film had finished found a cucumber. Now, <laughs> now you can obviously imagine what. I mean, strange finding a cucumber in. Someone cinema. could have been shopping. They could have been shopping at Aldi just before they went in. To <laughs> yeah. the to the shopping with them, and it fell out the bag. <laughs> yeah, going to see Fifty Shades Darker. Let's just say I don't think they're going to chop it up and add it to the dip for the nachos. I don't think so. Uh, let's say it was obviously uh, not. Put it this way, I wouldn't want to be picking that, and knowing that they've taken a a cucumber into. Well, the I think cinema. they wear gloves. They wear gloves when they pick everything up, do they not? Yeah, obviously, but I mean, once you knowing somebody's bought a couple of cucumbers in the shops, taken to the cinema, and knowing that the next <laughs> again you get home and you cucumber salad. Uh, so where's that been? <laughs> I think if it was if you found it in the cinema, I don't think you would take it home for personal use. Probably, I probably think you would balls. throw it in the bin. But it's obviously been used for personal use. For anyway. But anyway, we'll uh, leave that one there. So thank you for listening. Uh, it's been good to have Pam Gomez on our show. And um, not got any music this time, but we'll get music next time. We'll get that sorted out for you. And we'd like to play, listen to a bit of our, some of the tunes. But um, yeah, so as I say, hopefully the, there'll be a bit more news broadcast uh, over the next, uh, let's just say, few few weeks, a few days. And we'll be back next week for a show. Uh, in fact, hang on a minute. I'm going to forget something. Have I forgotten something? I have forgotten. Your call-outs? Shout-outs? Shout-outs. Look, that's not... I didn't do the shout-outs last time and I noticed that. Bad me. Bad bad. We're going to shout-outs but we'll be playing... You're going to have to edit them in. We've got our segments now. We're actually going to get... Hopefully, we'll have... I'm going to chase it up. If We might have it in the show later. We'll have it. They've got the Guy Arcook Report shout-out which will be played at the end of the show. I've got EileenSmith.com uh, we shout out to John Gaunt Show, Talk To Me Radio, James Whale Radio Show as well. So you can listen to these guys, uh, these people, or find out where they are. Also, you can go to Pam Gomez Tech Talk Live as, as well. And are you, who's that? you moving again? Are you rustling? See, no, it's all fine. When you turned, I heard some rustling. I don't know. Yeah, it's the microphone rubbing against your jumper, that's what it is. Yeah. All right. Hi. Just stay still. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. You see the problems I have with editing this program. <laughs> <laughs> quality staff. Yes, quality. Anyway. And quality presenters. Yeah. Yeah. Tell our professionals. <laughs> you can tell we're not even on minimum wage. You know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but anyway, on that note, thank you for listening to another edition. Till next time. Thank you for all the countries that are uh, pressing play and listening, and hopefully. We do entertain you in some way or form. Uh, if not, uh, well, uh, thank you anyway for playing. <laughs> so, but anyway, thank you for another episode. Good to have you on. Yeah, it's been great fun. Now, do us a favour. I know. Bring the car around, okay?
<laughs> and uh, speak to you later. Have a wonderful week. All the best. Bye bye.